Welcome to the Your Pretty Pennies podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jones, a personal finance coach, lifestyle designer, and mommy. The YPP podcast is a weekly show created to inspire and assist you with becoming financially stable so you can build wealth and design your desired lifestyle. Hello, welcome to Your Pretty Pennies with Tara Jones and <laughs> I'm a financial success coach over at yourprettypennies.com and today we're going to talk about the five steps, the five first steps that I took in order to get my life, <laughs> get my financial life. Here you are so funny. Right now we're just like hanging out in the kitchen making black bean, bean burgers. Taryn, we're not going to put everything in the uh, the camera, honey. Hi. Hello, hello. As you're joining me, definitely come in and say hello. And please be sure to share this out, whether you're watching live or the replay. Definitely share this out with somebody because I think this is going to help someone. I won't be before you long because we're going to eat dinner once we're done. Um, But let's talk about this. So I also get a lot of people contacting me and wondering what they can do to start managing their money better today. Like not yesterday, not tomorrow, today. Um, And I'm going to rewind it back to the first time I really started managing my money properly and getting really uh, intentional about my money management strategy, right? The first thing that I did, and I think anybody should do, um, like I wrote in the caption, success leaves clues. So if you really want to transform your financial life or any life, any area of your life, you really need to ask someone who has gotten the results that you desire, right? So I'm debt free. I'm building a business. I have disposable income that's moderately high for my age. Um, my credit score is at 727. Last time I checked, I posted about Three weeks ago, my credit score was at 727. Um, So I have the results that a lot of you who follow me desire. And so with the statement, success means leaves clues, which means you need to find somebody who has the success that you have in the area that you want, and you need to do what they did. You need to replicate the process. And so that's why I share my process in the Financial Reset, uh, which I'm going to post a link at the bottom uh, in the captions of this video. Uh, but you can go to bit.ly backslash the Financial Reset um, because I realize that people really want to know the beginning stages of getting their money right, right? They want to know how to manage a monthly budget and create one. They want to know how to build, you know, their credit score. They want to know how to increase their savings and learn how to save and have a saving strategy. They want to know how to um, rebuild their credit, pay off debt, you know, you like choose their um, insurance policies wisely to where they're protected and not, you know, and at risk for a financial emergency or anything like that. And so that's what I did in the financial reset. And tonight I just want to go over why those five things are important. So the first thing that I did was I got on a monthly budget and I think people feel like they want to know how to manage money, but they want to bypass that part. And that's where it starts. Like, just like you manage your your time with your with your monthly planner. I know some of us use planners, some of us use like our Google calendar, some of us use the calendar that comes with our iPhone. Whichever one you use, 
that is what you use to manage your time, manage your month, what events you're going to go to, whether you have like a um, some type of management system at your job to where you manage your uh, project. So you have a project managing software at your job or whatever the case is. You need the same thing for your money. And literally, when you create a monthly budget, you're at the beginning of the month before the money comes into your pocket, into your bank account, into your life, you're already spending it. That is the first step to mastering money. That is the first step to getting on track to financial freedom is literally managing it before you get your hands on it. So once you get your hands on it, you'll know what to do with it. You're not you're not being reactive with your money. You're being proactive, right? Proactive versus reactive. Um, so that is the first thing is to create a monthly budget. And all a monthly budget is, you can use a zero-based budget. In the financial planner that I created, you get 12 zero-based budgets for the month. Um, you do your income minus your expenses, and you want that to equal zero. So you can grab a sheet of paper, and you can put all the income you have, in, you have coming in for the month of January. You can start this month. It's not too late. So for the month of January, literally pull out um, a sheet of paper write down your income for this month that you anticipate. And if you have irregular income, like you work on commission or if you're an entrepreneur and you really don't know how much you're gonna actually pay yourself, give yourself a low estimate that you know for sure you're gonna make. Like for some people know they might bring home at least 3,000, it may be 4,500, some days it may be, some months it may be 3,900, but for sure it's going to be 3,000, right? So let's say if that's your number or 4,000. Um, put that at the top of the paper. All right, and then you write down everything that you need to live off of, so your current standard of living. So you write all those down, and you'll say, okay, my rent due or mortgage, um, I have to pay cable bill, electricity, Wi-Fi, I have to pay all these different things, right? Phone bill, you have to pay your insurances, so your car insurance, your health insurance, if it doesn't already come out, your life insurance policy, renter's insurance, anything like that. And then you pay, let's say if you pay to do laundry, if you get a laundry service, put that in there, child care service, anything that you have that's coming out of your check that requires you to pay out. And that includes savings. If you want, if you have a savings goal, that's included in your budget. You need to write savings goal. And then you need to put how much. The amount of money that goes into your expenses should equal the amount of money that you have coming in. If it does not, you are not budgeting all the way. You are half budgeting. So that is the key. If you have 3000 coming in this month or 4000 or 2000 however much your income is, you have to give it 100% jobs like give, allocate everything so that way you don't have any extra money that way you don't have things leave you know like money in your pocket because then you'll dwindle it you'll just be reactive with that money and you'll find yourself at the mall or at the food uh the fast food or out to eat or whatever and not create not achieving your financial goals what you want to do is you want to allocate money all of it to your current living expenses and whatever is left over needs to be going towards your financial goal that you set right so that's the first thing. Creating a monthly budget is the first, first, first step to money mastery, the first step to becoming financially free. Millionaires use budgets. Businesses use budgets. Your personal life should have a budget, period. No one's exempt. It don't matter how much you make. It don't matter if you're an entrepreneur, nine to five, or it does not matter if you are low income. It don't matter if you're unemployed. I don't care. If you have streams of income coming in, whether it's gifts, child support, payments from your nine to five, take home pay from that you're paying yourself from your business, whatever it is, you need a 
personal monthly budget for your household that's separate from your business, right? So that's the first thing I did. I created a monthly budget and I got real clear that I manage my money on a month by month basis, right? So at the beginning of each month, I created a monthly budget. Number two, the second thing you do, somebody write this in a comment. I see you. If you if you are watching, please write your name and say hi. Um, somebody write this in a comment. Number two, I created a savings goal. I started creating savings goals. Oh my goodness. Do you want to say hi again? There's yeah. some people, Jenny. Say hi. hi. Yeah, we're over here cooking. She yeah. wanted black bean burgers. I'm making her some. Um, so number two, I created savings goals. And like I said in a couple of videos before about savings, do not try to do percentages until you are at a point where you have six months worth of living ex expenses in your account. If you do not have an emergency fund or money set aside, you need to pick a number of what you want to have in there and go for that. Let me give you an example. When I first started out, or if you're first starting out and you're like, you know what, I need to put some savings. I don't have much savings. My goal is to have at least $1,000. I, I recommend 2000 That way you can absorb any financial emergency that comes your way. But 1000 to 2000 is just fine, right? If you're like, you know what, I only have 500 in the bank right now. I need 1000 You should not be putting percentages in your account going from checking to savings. Put as much as you can after you've paid all your bills towards savings. So let's say if 3000 is your goal, your income for this month, so you just did step one, you did your monthly budget, right? And you have 3000 as income, and your expenses came up to 1500 or they came up to $2,000, let us say. And you have $1,000 that you can do something with after you've paid your rent, your utilities, put money aside for gas, for groceries, for uh, laundry, for renter's insurance, everything, right? The next thing you need to do is put that money towards your financial goal. And if you do not have any money in savings or not enough in savings right now, you need to put that you need to get that goal hit for your savings. So you can use that $1500 that you have as disposable income to go into your savings. And that's why I say you should not be trying to work on percentages at this point. You should be trying to hit that goal so you can move on to something else. So let's say your goal is to have $1,500 in the bank. You already got $500, and right now you need a $1,000, right? So this month, at the end of the month, if you put everything on your budget and you have $1,000 left over, you should be putting $1,000 in your, uh, your savings account. That's how you do that. And then you go, you go on to step three. You start paying off debt, right? You pay all your small debt, smallest to largest. That's the way I've researched all different ways of doing it. I like the smallest to largest way, like the way that Dan, Dave Ramsey teaches, because it does give you momentum. It checks your behavior. It gives you those small wins. So number three, pay off your debt, smallest to largest, right? And for me, what I advise and what I advise my clients is, Save your student loans for last. So pay off your small debts now that you have some money sitting in the bank. You're already managing your money on a monthly basis. You're up to date on all current bills. You got some money in the bank. Start paying off those small debts like your credit card balance, uh, your auto loan if you have a couple of thousand left, or if you have a personal loan hanging out there, or, you know, things like that. Leave your mortgage and your savings account for later. Sorry, your mortgage and... Um, your student loans for later, right? So number three, pay off your debt. That's what I did, pay off small debts. And then number four, I went back 
and start saving again and was like, all right, before I start tackling this big student loan, because I had over 60000 that's a whole nother topic for another story. I'm going to go over that, how I paid off $60,000 in student loan debt. Um, that's going to actually be a money master class that's coming up in February, I believe. Because this, this month is going to be, um, I think, how to master your money in 2018. I think that's what's for the end of January. And then February is how I paid off uh, uh, $60,000 uh, in debt. Um, and it's going to be good. But yeah, anyway, so I paused and I was like, all right, before I pay off this student loan, let me get my savings up a little bit because I have goals of my own. And I know some people like, I don't want that money hanging around. We ain't going to we ain't going to be taking all day to, to pay ourselves, because what I did was instead of paying off debt first, I put a little bit more and got up to six months worth of living expenses in my savings account. And I put that to the side. So not only did I have $1,000 or $1,500 or $2,000 in a savings account, that's an emergency fund. I had $9,000 in a money market savings account after that, right? So I had two places. I had a checking account that all my income came in. Then I had a savings account that had $2,000 in it. I kept it at $2,000 for the most part. Then I had another money market savings account that earned a little bit more interest than just a regular standard savings account. And I have a little bit more restrictions. Like you got to keep at least 3000 in there. This is the one I had. I had to keep at least 3000 in there. Um, and I cannot make a lot of uh, withdrawals from it. And that was fine because that was money set aside so if something else happened or if I had to take a big family trip, I could like basically squaring away my financial future for like the next year or two, right? So I had money set aside. So that was step number four. Then five, what I did was um, I started repairing my credit. I paid off debt, and then while I'm paying off debt, my credit started repairing. Like, that's like a byproduct of actually managing your money properly, paying your bills on time, making sure you got things uh, situated. The, 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 the credit part is a byproduct. You don't really have to work that hard to get your credit together. Um, so that that was like simultaneously. So just a little recap. Number one, I created a monthly budget and started managing my money very strategically. I started planning my money, start planning out how I'm going to use it in that month, start executing financial goals and uh, being able to afford my current lifestyle. Those are the only two things I did with my money. If it wasn't going towards my current standard of living and if it wasn't going towards my financial goal, my my money didn't touch it. I'm not funding nobody else's business. I'm not funding nobody else's dream. Target can wait. Walmart can wait. Uh, Saks Fifth Ave can wait. A new handbag can wait. Like, literally, that's what I did. Step two is I um, created a savings goal of having money in the account so I can withhold, so I can withstand any financial emergencies that arise. And for me, that was two grand. For some of you, that might be only a thousand. Some of you, that might be more. So put money to the side in a savings account as an emergency fund. So if something happens to your car, if something medically happens, if you need a root canal, if you need, you know, to go visit a family member in an emergency, you can't. You'll be able to do that. You'll be. Able, you have some move around money. You'll be able to move it, move like how you want to. Have that money set aside. Then start tacking your small debts, right? So anything that's like 50000 or less. So usually student loans is a little bit higher than that. Your mortgage is a little bit higher than that. So like your credit card debt, personal loan, that's the money that you have left on your auto loan, things like that. Get those out the way. Pay them off with your income. Then go back to saving again and save about, let's say, 
three to six months worth of living expenses in a money market account. And I know this sounds like a lot. I have all of this in the financial reset. This is like a snippet of what you get in the financial reset because literally that's what I did. I literally pressed reset on my finances and I haven't looked back since. Like literally this template, again, financial success leaves clues. This is what I did to get to where I am today. And I literally packaged it all up into a program that's so affordable. And literally, I'm going to put the link in the in the description box or in the comments when I'm done. Um, but you can go to bit.ly backslash the financial reset if you want to get to it before I'm off. Um, and I did all these steps and it worked like. I haven't looked back. I haven't been back like I've been managing my money. I teach these in my one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, and people have seen great results. Kanisha is in the financial reset already, and she's already seeing results. She's like, man, I talked to her the other day, and she was like, my whole mind shifted about budgeting and saving and paying off debt. Like, my whole mind has been shifted, right? It's so worth the investment. Like, you have to realize that school does not teach you this. Your neighbor next door who raised you, helped raise you, did not teach you this. Your mom and them did not teach you this. Somebody has to teach you this. Learn from my mistakes, right? Learn from my mistakes. Success leaves clues. Learn from my success. If you do the process that I have put into the financial reset, I guarantee you, money back guarantee. I don't usually say that, but money back guaranteed. If you do the, the steps that I take, you'll even see in the disclaimer in the, finance, the frequently asked questions that if you show me that you did the work and you don't see the results that I received, I'll give you your money back. I'm not about to hold you up, but I guarantee you that you'll receive success because money, financial success, any type of success, business success leaves clues. You want to be successful in something? Go and follow somebody who's doing what you want to do. Go and ask them the process and then repeat the process that they did to get to where they are. And that's how you get those results. All right. So let me recap for those who are just joining. Number one, create a monthly budget. Number two, have some savings goals, right? And crush them. Number three, pay off that debt. Number four, start start um paying off your debt. Oh, no, number four, start rebuilding your credit, right? And for most part, that's going to be a byproduct of you paying off debt and managing your money properly because the two biggest things that damage your credit score, late payments and what's the other one? Um, Having too much credit out, like being used at one time. So if you start paying off your debt and you're paying the rest of your payments from here for on time, Guess whose credit score is going to start going up? Because them are like the two biggest things, first off, right? And I put in other strategies on how to repair your credit, how to write payment, like credit deletion letters, and how to write uh, credit ver debt verification letters, and how to uh, analyze your credit, how to remove things off your credit. Like I put all the tea on credit, all the tea on savings, all the tea on budgeting, all the tea on like uh, shopping for insurance policies. This is the T because a lot of people don't teach on insurance policies. This is how you protect your financial progress. Can you hear me the uh, kitchen? You want the ketchup? Yeah, hand me whatever it is you want on your burger, honey, your bean burger. This is the key to financial success is protecting your progress, right? No one teaches that. You have to have 
a health insurance, life insurance, renters insurance, auto insurance, because it literally shifts the major risk of financial disaster from you to the insurance company. That's the whole reason why you get them. I know some people are like, man, this insurance policy is up or it's high or this or that. Life insurance is not that high, sis. Like, it's not that, not that expensive compared to you dying and leaving a financial burden on your family. Right. Just imagine if I passed away, heaven forbid, tomorrow and my parents had to bury my daughter and take care of her or her dad had to help bury me and take care of her. You know what financial burden that is? If he's used to me like co-parenting going half on all her stuff, like you have to realize that you have to know how to shop for health insurance. What's the best health insurance for you? And also, as a bonus, I gave so many tips on how to shop for your life insurance, your health insurance, your renter's insurance, your car insurance, and your long-term disability in a way that's the most cost-effective for you, which means you pay the least amount and get the most amount of coverage that you need. And again, that ain't where many people teaching you that. And I've studied this and I've researched this and I've done it for myself and others and clients. So I put all the tea for you to do it yourself. So literally, you have no excuse to be going into 2018 without a financial plan because it's all, it walks you through the whole process. The financial reset walks you through the whole process, right? So it's a small investment. You get in there, you do the work, and on the outside, you get the results you want. You get a financial plan that has you paying off debt, increasing your income, decreasing your expenses. You know what I'm saying? Like paying off debt, rebuilding your credit. Um, <laughs> this girl's so funny. Rebuilding your credit, shopping for insurance the right way, refreshing your, your uh, and looking over your current uh, finances, your current um your current insurance policies to make sure that you bought them in the right way and how to adjust them to where you get more money back a month or you don't have to pay so much a month, right? So you have no excuse. You have no excuse. When we get on these live streams and when you meet me inside, a lot of you are already in YPP Money Club. There should be no excuse that you don't have financial success this year because financial success leaves clues. If you are following me, Financial success leaves clues. Get into the financial reset to see what I did. Get the exact process that I did to really get to the level that I am right now. All right? A lot of you are just joining. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. I talked about the five things that I did, which was increase my, uh, created a monthly budget and actually used it. That's the T. Not only just create it, but actually use it. Number two, I created savings goals and I executed them. Number three, I paid off debt. Number four, I repaired my credit. And number five, I used my insurance plans to protect my financial progress, right? So those are the five things that you need to do. They're all laid out for you so you don't have to do it all on your own. You don't have to research. You don't have to say, I'll figure it out. You don't have to ask your auntie who's still paying off student loans and is going to be paying off student loans to see 77. She don't know the answer. She don't got the keys. If she had the keys, she would have gave it to you a long time ago. It's time for you to get into the financial reset and start making financial progress start changing your financial life start paying off debt quickly like i did i paid off over sixty thousand dollars using my method in less than two years on an income that was less than thirty thousand a year right like crazy if any of you any of you know my story when i was in college and i had taryn and 
all that stuff like the, again that's another t story for another day and we're gonna go over that but again financial success leaves clues stop trying to do it on your own like kanisha says she started it's a great investment she's out here getting her financial life she's not gonna look the same that's like she looked in 2017 right her 2018 is going to look different when she comes out of 2018 her 2019 she's gonna be doing something else with her money she's not gonna be trying to figure out how to manage money like she was in 2015 2016 2017 now it's 2018 she's still at square one if you're ready to be stopped being at square one find somebody use their process and i welcome you to use mine inside the financial reset that's exactly what it is it's your ability to press reset on your finances and manage them in a way to where you get to financial freedom quickly and easily okay this girl ready to eat i'm like you want me to open it she is like bothering me so i know that's key for uh Hungry. Yeah, her for me to make these burgers and stuff. So I will leave you to that. I'm going to drop the link to the financial reset in the comments. Definitely sign up as soon as possible. Get in there and I would love to work with you. It's a, um, you'll see the online platform. You'll see all the details on the sales page. And also when you get in there, there's discussion panels. As you go through each module, you get five modules. You get budgeting module, you get savings module, you get debt repayment module, you get credit building module, and you get how to buy insurance policies how to vet insurance policies so you can protect your financial freedom all of that is in there you get the discussion panel to where you can ask me questions and i go in and check them and answer you again you're not just doing this by yourself allow me to help you allow me to walk with you through this use my process you want to pick my brain this is the way to pick my brain get inside the financial reset it's all the answers to all the questions that you will have on how to really start managing your money properly so you can start elevating your lifestyle so you can start building that business so you can start using your income to ball out at the mall or whatever it is you want to do make your pinterest board look like your home whatever it is that you want to do with your money start taking control of your money so you can start using it and stop paying sally may stop paying fed loans stop paying the department of education i know y'all tired i know y'all tired i haven't paid them in years and i'm not going back right so get inside the financial reset i'm so passionate about this 2018 is the year of breakthrough i keep seeing it i keep hearing people prophesy about it and i'm gonna receive that 2018 is a year of financial breakthrough that must be why i just released this right before this new year so people can really have a financial breakthrough so they can get to the next level in their finances all right if you have any questions message me i'm so friendly i'm so easy to talk to if you have any questions about the financial reset you can just go to the link that will be in the comments and it will have like a sales page that answers all your questions on what's included it shows the curriculum and what all you will get inside of there and everything but you have any questions outside of that email me at info at your pretty pennies.com or you can um you can message me on facebook whichever one all right i will talk to you guys soon have a good night bye